Spidey heck on your dial you are about to hear me do an interview with a young lady who I believe is she's like like news worthy type of stuff like she's a kind of podcast but to me it kind of sounds like a like a newscast type of vibe that she's always on when she speaks it's, it's when she speaks truth um the podcast is called action one action one I didn't really get I didn't catch her name I always forget to ask her name but that's her podcast and I did an interview with her and it was rather 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 really 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 insightful like the thought processes that we all have that we don't really share with each other but for the most part they are so similar and I want you guys to listen to this uh, thank you everybody who's uh, enjoying the last episode of the Vinny Chronicles and uh, the Spidey Spideyinators appreciate everybody for stopping by and listening to those uh, but we're going to go ahead and go with a different segment. And this is a different episode. So let's just keep it moving. Let's keep it going. Let's keep it growing. This is Spidey Heck on your dial from the Spidey Heck voiceover show. And I'm going to go ahead and let that interview ride. My goodness, I got an answer. <laughs> yes, you did. How are you? <laughs> What's going on? I'm doing all right. Oh. I won't complain. Sitting up here watching TV nice. on an off day. Nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I just called it. I was like, okay, let me see who's going to answer the phone. <laughs> this is like a That's spidey fun. heck a spidey heck interview so i catch you yeah. off guard i catch you off guard because i love how to do i love doing that <laughs> <laughs> so cool. so 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 action one tell me about yourself well um let's see down here in houston texas um nice. of course the great one of the greatest states in the union i think um let's see from colorado um Two children, nice. single. Um, love music, love art, um, anything creative. I, I really do enjoy. So, of course, I still love cartoons, um, and I, I enjoy a good margarita from time to time as well. <laughs> nice, loose, loose it up, and just be comfortable with life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know if you noticed, but I had I, I had like a couple interviews throughout the weekend that. I've had on the top hundred, not even on, on purpose. I've just, just been calling people just to talk to people and I've been getting people, <laughs> our, our conversations have been getting on the top hundred. So I was just like, well, <laughs> let me call actually want to see if she wants to talk. <laughs> yeah. Let's see if we, let's see if we can get on there. <laughs> right? awesome. You know what I mean? So yeah, I was, I was, uh, cause I was talking to Lulu Island 
and her she had called me so she published it and the call was on the hundred then i had a conversation with a, a young lady who <laughs> i don't know if you heard it but uh it was uh vinny vinny was having a, an interview with someone because <laughs> she specifically said she wanted to talk to vinny so when i called i called us vinny and uh <laughs> the conversation was funny it was funny you know i was that was being my i was, I was being my funny self <laughs> Cool. But uh, cool. so yeah. I love show, so, by the way, <laughs> what happened? I love your show, by the way. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Appreciate that. I I try I try to keep it. See, this is the thing. I have like disclaimers now because I upset somebody one time, and I I know that I I took it far, but it wasn't me. It was it was the inner demon within all of us. <laughs> and you know, I, I I said I said what I said, but I I took it back and I deleted the comment, but. I don't I think since that point I kind of felt bad because I was like damn I was like I was only trying to be funny and I said like throughout the episode like three times like a disclaimer that hey I'm kidding please do not take what I'm saying seriously like I'm joking but I'm gonna take it really dark because I never did I've never done that before and it's funny because <laughs> the guys the guys who I actually joke around with we we yeah. for guys you know what I'm saying so it's kind of like we go at each other with no regard we just slice each other up so me not thinking, and I'm thinking, okay, I'm, I'm most of the guys I roasted in that episode were guys. So when I picked one female, I happened to pick the one female, the one female that just is not, you know what I mean? So and I felt bad, and I felt bad, and I deleted it. But you know, I've always, I was, I always wanted to speak my mind to anybody who listens to me. I never meant to hurt anybody's feelings. So and you and like people like you and people like T, uh, Tanika Drake and and Andy Ray. You guys understand that I'm not like deliberately trying to be like, you know, say well, I'm joking. We're, but well, we're we're in an industry that kind of requires us to to walk that borderline, so to speak. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, 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 you know, someone's these are baby steps. That's the first time I'm podcasting. <laughs> yeah, someone's got to someone's got to walk that line. And there used to be a time, especially in this country, these United States, where you didn't need a disclaimer to walk yeah. that line. That's true. Um, I don't think Richard Pryor ever apologized for his work. I don't think yeah. Red Fox ever apologized for his work. And That's I surely true. don't think that Della Reese ever apologized for her work. It is what it is. And I think people have been put in a security bubble that needs to be popped. <laughs> That's true. That's true. That's true. <laughs> so, you know, I've had, I've had people that are like, you know, like the guys that I, like I got to do the roast with, they're like, put that segment back on. And I'm like, what do you mean put that second back on? <laughs> it's between me and the guy who I, I originally sent it to. But, you know, he, the other guy, I know he's not going to put it. And I, I have no intention of ever putting it back until I'm ready. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I'm like, look, this is the episode that almost got me in trouble back. You know, but it's going to take some time before I, I do that. But still, I, from that point on, even though I, I put a little disclaimer on my stuff, I still yeah. say whatever the hell it is I need to say because that's part of my art. Like I had, I even had a conversation with my, my significant other on this conversation and it was like, twist the two people. My personal life is my personal life. And she's got to understand that I also am an entertainer. She doesn't, she completely does not like my humor at all, (laughs) at all, at all. My girlfriend doesn't like any of my humor at all, but you guys love it. So I'm like, the fact that you guys love it is the, the side of my humor that I like being, you know what I mean? So, 
you know, she's don't apologize. Kinda, that's who you are. Oh, you no, don't have no, to apologize. I, 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 I even had, we had a conversation where um, basically one of the characters said something that she didn't like. And I, I didn't really, was, it wasn't really to be like disgusting. It was like the character was like a, a sadistic clown. And he was talking to a chick that was like in the church. <laughs> so he was trying to like, he was trying to be like temptation. You know what I mean? Like, like that, was the, that was the character's idea. But when I told when my girlfriend heard it and I told her about it, she got upset because the, the the character was like, "Oh, I'll give you a kiss," you know. But he was a crazy clown, you know. <laughs> so like, like, but I can see how she would think of it. But that's because she's looking at it from the personal perspective rather than from the whole. It's I'm trying to build a brand of my comedy. You know what I mean? Right. So accept yeah. it or you don't accept it, but it's gonna be what it is. Like I'm not changing nothing. I told her that she got mad, but <laughs> it's the truth. I'm not changing I mean, what I because it's working. It's working, you know what I mean? And I'm I've I'm come out. I am coming into this two months fresh, like two months and a half. I've never podcasted in my life. I've only only heard of podcasting by chance. And when I did it, when I came out there, and I told everybody in the interviews, I didn't come on here for myself. I came on here for a friend of mine because I was always promoting his stuff. And in the midst of doing so, this became my page. You know what I mean? I told him, I said, you, you know, come on over, but I'll introduce you. Like, let me get my feet wet in there. And I'm, I'm getting love from everybody. And I got people, I got love from veterans on here. And I've only been here like, what, two months and a half? Come on. I'm like, I'm not toot my own horn. Toot, toot. No. <laughs> but I'm saying, I work hard for this. I've, I've always wanted to be a comedian since I was a kid. And I'm 41 years old. So I've been trying to shoot into entertainment since I was like a kid, kid, like a teenager. So this is probably one of the best ways to do it because then you get a chance to kind of put your your material out there in different platforms. Um, I don't know if you saw the news or not. iHeart Media is filing bankruptcy. Wow, really? So you know, burst that bubble. (laughs) You know, they keep saying you're not going to lose your job. I'm like, come on. (laughs) I was looking at I was looking at like a you know those um. Where you're well, not not me personally. Someone else was doing it for me, so to speak. I guess they were looking for their stuff, and they saw me on on the iTunes top top comedy podcast. I was in like in the top thirty. I was like, what? I was in there like with Joe Rogan and all these celebrities. Even have you ever heard the Breakfast Club? Yeah, Breakfast Club was number twelve. I was number twenty-two. So I was like ten, and I'm like, I'm I'm doing it from here, from the phone, and they're doing it from professional studios. So it's exactly. like that we, costs a bunch we, of money. We, we can compete with them, you know what I'm saying? Because yeah. there's talent. They just have to see it. <laughs> well, and people are tired of those traditional formats too. You know, think about it. Radio's been around a long time, and some of these um, stations, you know, Radio One, Cumulus, iHeart, they've been around a long time. And as you notice, ra- people don't tune to their local dial in their city. I don't care where yeah, you yeah. are. People don't listen to the local shows. And since the internet and the capability to kind of broadcast it everywhere, people like what they like and they yeah. they're tired of what they hear on their dial day in and day out. And the same thing every single day, it's like groundhog day, but you're listening to it through the radio, literally. And we provide a, a variety. We give them a choice. So the matter of that you just said is like so completely true. I don't even listen to the radio. <laughs> like, I drive with no radio on. If I have music, it's because I have music on my phone. You know what I mean? But then, since I started podcasting, 
now I'm paying attention to the news type of aspects, but from the podcasting perspective, not even from the news on the TV. Because you know I mean? even the TV news, it's kind of like the radio. You get enough of that crap. You're like, we, are you going to tell us the truth? Or are we going to tell each other the truth? You know what I mean? So this is a way for us to tell each other the truth. You know, people don't pay attention to the fact that they want to have a voice. So they should give themselves a voice, but they're too scared to give themselves a voice. Like other countries when they have, I don't want to get political, but other countries when they have a thought of what they feel is wrong to the people, they revolt. You know what I'm saying? But we can't do that here because <laughs> the government, you know, we're so, and the funny thing is that we're bigger than the government. There's more of us than there is of them. Look at the other countries. Like I'm saying, they're like protesting and they're, they don't give, they're fighting for what they believe. We, we just kind of accept everything. Think, think about it. Look at our president. It's a freaking reality TV star. Like we had, right. we had a president that was an actor, Ronald Reagan. Now we got yep. freaking, it's a freaking TV star. Like, Come on. That should tell you something. That should tell you something. It's sad. It's the deterioration of the freaking of mankind, <laughs> at least in yeah. America. Other countries look at us like, wow, we're freaking stupid. Like, really? Your president is a freaking TV star, celebrity, freaking, oh my God. What and a American. bombed after he passed it on to Arnold Schwarzenegger. So, it, you know, that didn't go yeah. real well. Schwarzenegger had, had, uh, he was a senator, but he was still, he was an actor, but he was, actor. But, but when he went into his role, you didn't see him in movies. Like he, he, he stuck with what he was supposed to do. Just kind of like Jesse Ventura, the wrestler. He's yeah. like, he's, he's, I love him. He's always looking for the conspiracies and everything. He was a, 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 a political senator, but yet he was like, oh, I'm still going to expose what's going wrong in the government. <laughs> well, that's why I, I like kind of, you know, I'm leaning more towards uh, Waka Flocka. And I know that's crazy because his music is crazy. But when you actually listen to some of his views on politics, you kind of go, oh, okay, there's a brain behind that. Okay. And, you know, he's interactive with his wife. I mean, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, I'm looking, I'm like, okay, that's a couple. And y'all are doing things together and you're working together. We never, ever, ever see this man and his woman together. Yeah, 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 that's true. You never see working. them work together. We have not heard any new initiatives from um, his his wife, the, the the president's wife. We've never heard anything from her. Like you know, at least by now, we heard new initiatives, eating programs, um, you know, things to kind of help our young people. You know, study programs. You know, school programs. We've heard nothing from the current first lady, and I'm like, okay, so. They don't even live together, from what I heard. You know, she's still living in Trump Tower, New York. Wow. My wife cannot be here, and she's sitting right next to you. <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you, you did the, 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 the two-foot shuffle to get on Air Force One, and your wife is still sitting there like, so are they going to bring an umbrella? Or, you know, I've got on these stilettos. Who's going to help me up the stairs? <laughs> Exactly. 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 So But that also tells you what type of leader you have too. You know, he's gonna, you know, keep eye on number one. I'm not saying I agree with it, you know, a yeah. lot of the things that he did, but some things when you kinda look do that hindsight twenty twenty thing, mm-hmm. some very, very few things make sense. And some things you question and you go, Well, how come you didn't write an executive order on this? Yeah. 
Yeah. You know, so do. They're kind of like teaching him while he's in there, and like, I still don't think he'll get it in time. <laughs> he's no. got one year, <laughs> but y'all think you're gonna get it? <laughs> well, I don't know if we're gonna make all four. I'm not sure you ever seen that. A cartoon, and this is the thing, you know, ironic thing you think about right now was I remember that particular roast that they were doing for the president for President Obama, and I yeah. remember that I remember seeing that, not seeing it later on the internet. I remember seeing it at that same evening that it happened. Donald Trump, and I said, "It's Obama's fault." <laughs> I loved Obama, but he had to leave that one little thing, and he stuck up, he stuck the thorn in the wrong person. And that particular person, yeah. you know what I mean? So I was like, as much as I love Obama, I had to say I'm mad at him for that. Because <laughs> he, 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 you know, be on live your life unapologetic. He put a fire in that guy's ass because that guy had to prove something after that. And Donald Trump is, he's, look at him. I have to give the guy credit because he made it there. <laughs> he fooled everybody enough to get in there. Like, I have to give him credit because he's that much of a, you know, whatever. <laughs> I don't even want to say it. <laughs> he's that much of whatever he is that he fooled everybody. The snake got in through the grass and still got into the house. <laughs> yeah, and you know, he's, he's in there and I guess I'm just, you know, the direction that he's, uh, he's taking on some things and his slow reaction to other things is what really kind of concerns me because it's like, you know, like gun control, this shouldn't be hard. Yeah. This shouldn't yeah. be hard at all. You know, do something. <laughs> now we need an executive order. We didn't need one a year ago when you were doing all this crazy stuff at the airports, we didn't need that right then and there. We need you to say something now. And like your non-responsiveness is really kind of pissing people off. (laughs) Like how much money does the NRA give you? (laughs) That's a whole different different subject. (laughs) That's another phone call. (laughs) Yeah. It's got to be a lot. What are you going to do? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> we're, still, we're still not that well enough. No, let's put it this way. We're not still well, well known enough to say the things we're saying because they can still come and get us. <laughs> I'm not worried about that either. I live your life unapologetic. That's my whole thing. Because you never know. Like my, like my slogan says, one action, one radio, one voice. It might save one world because that might spark the question to go, well, Dag, how much? It might actually inspire some thought to go, wow, you know, why wouldn't you? Why, why are we so slow to react to that? I, I'm, a sh- I'm a risk taker, so go for it. Hey, this is, this is, okay, we're going to go back to the whole point where I started with the whole saying what you feel and feeling what you say and everything in between. Yeah. I would watch, have you seen um, Netflix, uh, the, the recent David Chappelle's? I have not. Watch those. They are fantastic. They're funny as hell. But he says something as, as to why he kind of disappeared. And this was something that made complete sense to me. And it's the truth. And I've had conversations with people on countless occasions about how the sensitivity level in people, especially in social media, is so like you got to walk on eggshells with everything that you say. And that's why I kind of I don't really mess with Facebook anymore because people that I knew on there that I I love them to death. But there's like there's some of them that just and I said some, not all of you, because <laughs> I know some of you listen to me. But some I just feel like are just playing a role on there. So like you know, come on, like yeah. you ain't got to take a you know, food every five seconds. <laughs> I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but 
I digress. <laughs> um, no, I, I hear you on that one. That's 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 true. Okay. The things that he said, Dave Chappelle said, he's like the reason why. One of the reasons why he also disappeared was not because you know things. He disappeared because he knew that the show, or just in general, with the idea of making fun of races and all this other stuff and everything in between, it was getting too sensitive. He knew that he was the the kind of shit that Dave Chappelle comes up with. It's not something you could always put on a TV show, you know. And he, he's just—he's so—he he, and he's true though, because I'm telling—I'm not going to give away what he says, but he has like you know, in the beginning of the <laughs> of one of them, he says, oh, "I just took a, a joke from the from the bottle and that's on my table uh, of, of ideas that he comes up with, things that he thoughts that he comes up with, mm-hmm. and he goes, I'm going to tell you what it is right now, and by the end of the show, I'll have the punchline to that joke." He then he does it. <laughs> he he no. found a way to take what he took. It's, it's it's amazing. You gotta look. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it. But what he says is like people. It's just the sensitivity level. People are so sensitive. Social media. You kind of walk on eggshells. You can't say things to certain people. If you have an opinion, you're that you could get ousted. I had even put a post on my Facebook a long time ago that the internet is just it's just not what it was, especially on social media because no matter what you say. If you say the wrong thing to the wrong person, it could be taken. That person could go kill themselves. That person could go kill somebody else. You know what I'm saying? They can kill themselves if you put them down. If they felt if they felt put down, and they don't have to be put down. They just feel that way because it's so. There's the disconnect. You're just reading the people's words. You're not interacting right. with them. You don't see their face. You don't know how they're saying it. So you're only left to assume. That's like having your boyfriend and girlfriend, or girlfriend and girlfriend, or boyfriend and boyfriend, whatever. <laughs> you're texting each other. But the way you're typing, they look and they read at it and they go, oh, really? <laughs> Why are you like, I said, hi, and you're saying, oh, hi, I love you. <laughs> you know what I mean? How, how you look yeah. at it. It's all about your perception. <laughs> well, I mean, you get misinterpreted just on an emoji, yeah. you know, like, like, you know, a little <laughs> smiley face. <laughs> you know, like, you, you put a heart there. Yeah, like that's not what that means. And so your 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 freedom of expression um does get stripped, I think, through social media because you you lose the the real meaning, you know. And think about it, everything is text. It's just written. And we've yeah. all read them, you know, those bad responses. I think you good, funny, like you're missing words here, like what happened? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And that misinterpretation and then that misunderstanding does happen a lot. So you do, I do notice that there's been a change um, in, in the representation on social media um, of your art form. And that's why you go to other platforms, you know, yeah. like, there's, you know, there's Twitter, which I still like. Um, I never got into Twitter, to tell you the truth. I, I just couldn't, I, I, I tried, got on there one time and I was like, what the hell do I do? <laughs> I was like, gone like within a day. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel about Snapchat. I just okay, I don't, yeah, yeah. I, this is the thing about Snapchat. I feel the same way, but my niche is, and this is my shtick. This is part of where the whole idea of where this idea for the podcast came from came from my Instagram. Because what I would do is I had a I call myself um the my I'm still Spidey Heck on Instagram, but I have my hashtag that I created, which was social media filter king hashtag social media filter king. Because what I would do is I go to all the apps and you know go online and and or whatever and um, and download apps and stuff like that. But I was taking all those different apps and incorporating them into each other, and then posting videos. 
of those you know different like i'll take a snapchat and then i'll go to facebook and i'll take the same video and i'll post it on there and then i'll edit using their filters and then i'll go to another you know what i'm saying like i was mixing it up but i was also doing my voices but my snap my yeah my instagram had people that know me you know what i'm saying kind of almost similar to my facebook so they don't they didn't, weren't kind of catching the humor of it. They were like, that's, heck, that's just Hector being stupid. <laughs> you know what I mean? They don't really pay attention to it. So I was like, well, let me turn my account into a business account. And then I did like a promotion for the, for the app, for the, for the podcasting. And since I've done that, I've gotten like so many different responses from people. I don't even know how they find me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but they do. So it's kind of like on here, I, like, I, get, I get shocked when I get like call-ins from people that listen to me. And they're from like all over the world. And for some reason, I don't know why I just thought that it was going to be here. <laughs> you know, yeah. within the state. It's for some reason, then I get people that are in London, people that are in Japan, people that are in Australia, people that are in New Zealand. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's cool. I, I love it, it that cool. I'm reaching those people and they're podcasting and they're listening to me. You know what I mean, they come they're going back. It's a good feeling to have that, to be able to say that. But like I said, expressing that on your social media is, like people think you're trying to like boast. I'm not trying to boast. I'm trying to finally build myself a character. I mean, uh, my yeah. my ability to show the world I can make them laugh. So people, you know, that's weird. I don't know. <laughs> well, no, no, no. It's true. And like I said, I think um, I applaud Anchor because this is unique. But it's it's not one of those like flash fad apps. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like there's yeah. another app out there, uh, Live Live Me. Have you ever tried that out? No, not that one. No. Okay, so like, take your favorite, you know, um, gaming app, you know, like a Panda Pop or something like that, or you know, Tomb Burst or whatever. Take that and combine it with Snapchat. And, oh wow! <laughs> and wow. it's you know, and, and it's it's more live streaming than anything. It's a broadcasting app. Um, mm-hmm. I again like Snapchat. I just you know I can't sit up there and look at myself all th- that much. I was I was talking to somebody about that too, and yeah, I said I would much rather be in a in a radio format type of vibe with the podcast where people don't have to see me because then you're listening to what I'm saying. If you have a visual display and I'm talking, you're, what if my message is more important than you looking at my face? You know what I mean? So right. if you're happy I mean, to hear me. Like think about it back. That's the best way I could put it. Back in the back in the days, a long time ago, back even before we was even born, that people were listening to things through the radio. So they had to imagine it, and they had to, you know, saying <clears throat> the funniest thing to me is when I I end up talking to some of the people, and I'm in my mind I hear a voice and I create an image of the person, and then when I see them, I'm like, oh my god, they don't look nothing like I thought they did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. then that's the cool part but that's the cool part that's what makes it your mind you get creative and your creative juices start flowing and okay i like the story let me, let me paint the picture in my mind i mean so that's what i try to do on my on my podcast i try to like paint a picture like one like i i never do anything musically music was one of the other things i also like love i love singing but yeah. humor humor has always been my thing so i went with humor rather than just going for the typical to me go and promote myself singing something you know what I mean? so yeah. And it, it's still working, so I, I'm, I'm not mad at it. But I, I did put like a musical type of episode out. It's called Spidey Soul, where I was just taking my musical thought process and then taking my my uh, 
my listeners that send me messages, their audio clips and altering them into musical form. <laughs> I heard that. So, that, was, that was a yeah, yeah. Spidey Heck, thank you so much. This is Jazzy over here at Action One Radio. Um, I really do enjoy the promos that you sent me, so thank you. I appreciate it. I don't know what happened to our conversation this morning. We just sort of kind of fell off, but no worry. I'm always available, um, so feel free to call. Um, Thanks for calling. It was a great conversation with you, and I look forward to uh, listening to your next episodes coming up soon. Much success to you, and good luck with everything. All right, peace. What's going on, everybody? I hope you enjoyed that. Uh, like she said, the call dropped somewhere when we were talking, and then, uh, you know, you guys heard it. So, but other than that, the conversation was a great one. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. And I'm looking forward to speaking again to her again. That's Jazzy. Jazzy from Action One Radio. So, yes, I enjoyed that quite so. So, I hope you guys, um, have a good day. Again, thank you for stopping by the Spidey Heck voiceover show and listening once again to the Spidey Heck voiceover programming that I have over here. And I want to say God bless you all. Have a good day and be safe. Until the next one. Spidey Heck voiceovers. <laughs>